Alright. Okay, touche. Stop it. That's true. Oh my god. We're back. I feel like clapping. Um, I am Jeff is in Hartford, Connecticut. I got Connecticut. You took a Peter Pan. <laughs> I took a Peter Pan bus. I am so I almost I'm don't sitting even sitting here in Jen's actor housing. Mm-hmm. And has she offered me a, co- a, a pot of coffee or a pot of tea? Yes, many times actually, many times. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the situation. First of all, I don't even know how to start this because I'm so desperately overwhelmed by a the fact that we haven't pot we haven't been able to do touche in so long, so there's so much to cover. B the fact that I haven't seen you in a long time and there's so much to cover. D, I'm so obsessed with my actor housing here at TheaterWorks Hartford. What about C? Um, choose your own adventure. <laughs> I don't spell. I don't count. I don't do the alphabet. I just do whatever I want. I'm a mi- <laughs> C was omitted in a C previous omitted- draft of this <laughs> speech. It wasn't good enough. It didn't pass. It was actually offensive to some countries, so we took it out. Um, I am so happy you're here. We're in her actor housing. And it's, it's so good. It's, it's so good. Nice. It's the best. It's literally the best. Oh my god! Next to um, the Muni, when they put you at that fancy hotel at the Muni. They put you at a fancy hotel. It's so fancy. It's so fancy and nice. Oh, I didn't even show you the washer dryer. Oh my god! My dreams have come true, Touche listeners. There's a washer dryer behind those closet doors, and it's galah more. Oh, and also oh, this insane. kitchen. Yeah. This kitchen has. I don't know. Everything. 30 square feet just of granite yeah. countertops. <laughs> just island. Yeah. Um, I know. It is a shame. Jeff came in and said, you could shoot something here. And I'm like, it is a shame that this is my fourth December here. And I've yet to like literally shoot a series with that kitchen. But I just, I come here and I just, I sit and I stare <laughs> because of the year that happens prior to December. And then I'm like, I need to just sit and do nothing. Mm-hmm. Girl, how have you been? <laughs> Tell me things. Oh. oh. Okay, first I will I will interject. First piece of exciting news. Jeff just told me as we were walking from the train station here, which was a cute block and a half, maybe two. Right. He is going to be moving into bright colors and bold patterns at the Soho Playhouse. That's Play true. by Drew Drogi and directed by Michael Yuri, right? Yes. Oh, so is everyone so excited about that? I'm so excited about that. So four shows in a week? Four shows a week, yeah. What, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Weirdly, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Saturday? Wait, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay, well, okay. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. No, Thursday. <laughs> they, there are many probably reasons why. <laughs> um, wait, this is Fantastic. So if y'all don't know, Bright Colors and Bold Patterns is a one-man show written by Drew Drogi, who is phenomenal, who is yeah. who you should just know. Just Google. Just do it. Just do You know it. what you probably know him from? Chloe vids. Oh, yeah. Chloe. He does these, like, Chloe 70 vids that are, like, real, really, truly made. You need to Google him because there's so much. There's right. really so much. And he's extremely he's, prolific. He teaches at Groundlings in right, L.A. Right. He's a Groundlings person and he is super funny and he created this really good... Have you seen it? What? Bright Colors and Bold Pen. Oh, yes. I saw it in L.A. years ago when he so was, like, I. doing I it. it. Yeah, you know you what? Saw, did think, we go together? No, I think we went, like... You went, like, the day after I went or something and we were like, oh, my God, I, I'm seeing that today, Might too. be true. Yeah, no, we saw it years ago when I was, like, visiting and probably staying on your couch Maybe in I LA. did see it with you. I think maybe we did. Oh, anyway. Anyways. Yeah. Um, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And this is his second time during the holiday season in New York, right? Because didn't he do it last year in New York as well? Yeah, he did it at Ars Nova. And right. And they're doing sort of like a... It's, it's tremendous. And now you can see Jeff in it. Jeff, what do you think about doing a one-man show? One-person show? I'm scared. Yeah, yeah, terrifying. Yeah. Terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but no. I mean, I'm excited too, because I also was like, I don't have anything coming out. It's so, <laughs> it's so, so exciting. Yeah. It's so funny though, because they were talking about like rehearsal process and they were like, well, we can work around your schedule. And I was like, you can? And then I was like, oh yeah, who else's schedule are they going to work around? Yeah, who else? 
that's really funny. My ears are itching from these headphones. Um, I don't know why that's a bad sign. Um, that's a bad sign. <laughs> Jeff brought me. Anyway, so we're all excited about that. Do we have dates? When does that, your first show? I believe January 17th. Although, I'm just realizing, like, the, um, the press release hasn't gone out on it yet. So I won't release this particular episode until after. I okay. won't wait until next Wednesday, but I, I will wait. I will That's wait fine. until after our... Like, just in case they decide to not go with you? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Okay, okay. Hey, crazier things have happened. This is why I bring it up. This is why I bring it up. This is why... <gasps> okay, sure. This what, is so exciting. What is, what is this podcast going to be like if it ends up that they do fire you me? Imagine? You know what? I'm going to be transparent and vulnerable if they fire me. And I'm going to just say they fired me. If I'm yeah. not doing that show in January... They fired I me. I really don't think any of that's <laughs> going to happen. But isn't it lovely how we've had the experience of being actors and what falls through and like what actually does happen to install this fear in us that like yes. someone offers us a job and then it's like, well, I can't possibly, they and can't then, possibly follow through. And then whenever you hear about that show later, don't you always sort of feel like compelled to talk about like, oh, I almost did that show. Yes. Something. Yeah. Oh, you mean like if you like went in for it or something yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, I went in for that. Oh, I was up for that. Yeah, exactly. Do you feel Be the need to do that? Some. I really. Feel yes. The need yes, to I do. do yeah, because I want to like connect. You're right. In a way that's to like, anything. It's like, calm down. Lots of people audition for stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or I'll see like com even crazier. I'll see commercials on TV and I'll be like, oh yeah, I went in for that. It's like, so did 5,000 other people. Do you know what I mean? It's like a crazy national commercial. And it's yeah. like, y'all, they did people in Chicago, LA. Come on now. And whenever I see that, I'm always like, oh, he got it. But I don't ever tell anybody that I auditioned for it. I always say and then they I'm got like, well, it. That, that, I mean, I couldn't. If, if that's what they wanted, that's not what I'm giving. <laughs> and then it's like, you're <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I did just see this one commercial of this girl. It was a really funny commercial, and she, the girl who actually got it, I thought was hilarious. And I was like, oh, I, I never would have done that take, and she's brilliant. Mm -hmm. It's the only time I've ever admitted to that. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. So, yay. So, that show, so it's going to run six weeks, starting, like, end January-ish. January 17th. Great. Everyone, you know what you're doing this winter. Isn't today the winter solstice? Today the December 21st. December 21st? Yeah. Sure is. Does that mean anything? It's the darkest night of the year, or the Love longest it. night of the year. Love it. I am such a winter fan. It's crazy. <laughs> winter is my sa-zong. I love winter. Love it, love it, love it. Really? Oh, got a new I coat? love winter. I got a new coat from Ella Bean. And the woman told me that she, if I said, so if anything goes wrong in my lifetime with this coat, like you fix it. Because that's, you know, what I've been told. And she's like, yes, we stand by our product. Like, not in so many words. She was like, yes, we stand behind our products, blah, blah, blah. If anything goes wrong. I was like, right, so if, like, the zipper busts when I'm 80, like, I can just send it back in. <laughs> she's like, mm-hmm, we stand by our products. I'm like, great. So when I'm 80 and the zipper busts, I just kept telling her that. Just I really wanted to make sure that, like, I can have this coat another 70 years. But what if it doesn't spark joy? Uh, then I guess I have to get rid of it. Maybe they have a, a spark, a spark, a, like no longer sparks joy button on their website that you can donate it back to. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love winter. Jeff has a cold. He's getting over it. Sorry. I'm no, sorry. it's okay. Don't you apologize. Ugh. Don't you apologize. Well, I'm apologizing to our listeners who have to listen to that. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot to have to take in. They're sitting on a subway right now. Next to something way more horrendous to, than that sound. Really? Yeah, yeah. I hear the subways are are losing their minds right now. I, I I've been seeing on social media. I will say it's that it's insanity. It's been pretty bad. Today I was going uptown from right. my apartment to get to the Port Authority, and I was oh, at West Fourth, and I across the platform I could see the downtown platform, and there oh, was God. just a C train stopped there, but like. Not stopped in the place that it would normally be stopped. It was like stopped like halfway, halfway out of the station. And you could see all these people flooding out between just like one door that I was halfway think. open. And there was like some sort of an ambulance thing. Now, do not quote me on this because I did not see it for sure. But um, oh, they kept talking about 
an injured uh, someone who needed medical assistance at Westforth in our Westforth thing. Yeah. We could see the person going and getting medical assistance. Yeah. But then when I got up to like 34th, they were like, because of an investigation at oh. Westforth Street, the downtown E and C trains will not be running, will be running express. But no. I So now I'm like, did that train hit that person? Is that why that person needed medical assistance? They're investigating <laughs> the health of whoever stopped the train. I don't know. Everything's an investigation. Every, nobody has their health. There's 50 bajillion people on the subway at all times. It's total. New York is insane. It's insane. I don't even know. I can't. It's insane. I just want to live here in Hartford. <laughs> really? Absolutely. No. No. But I really want this apartment in my life <laughs> as like something real. Would you be happy? Okay. This is my question uh-huh. for you. Would you be happy if, like, you got a gig uh-huh. at Hartford Stage where, like, you just... This is TheaterWorks Hartford. Oh, okay. But it doesn't matter. You mean just, like... Yeah, well... I just mean if it's specific to this apartment. Right, right. Okay, let's say you yeah. get this okay. apartment. Yeah. You're working at TheaterWorks Hartford. Yeah. And you get to do... You're basically, like, constantly working. Okay. But it's all, like, shows... You know, you're not originating any roles or anything. Right. But, like, you get to choose the plays that you do and stuff. Right. And, and um, you know, primarily comedies, but maybe a mix of drama here and yeah, there. Yeah, maybe, like, a Carol Churchill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Carol Churchill like, for, give me for a Carol variety. Churchill. Right, right, right. I live for her. A do Bryony, you know? whatever that woman's name is. Bryn. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, you know. Um, but then mainly Teresa Rebeck or whatever. Right. Uh, <laughs> but you're so you're just doing like you know, modern classics. Okay. Um, and you live here in Hartford. Okay. And you're you're making you know good enough money to live in Hartford pretty well, and you get this apartment. Would you be happy? Um. Quick question: <laughs> Do I do I have representation in New York that sends me that I can go on no, tape no. for? You're just in Hartford. Ah, uh, no, I'm not. They, I'm not. No, no. Yeah. No. I still hold on to, uh, there's, see, I don't want to downplay, see, because there's something, I mean, we'll get into the importance and like the artistry of regional theater that I actually fully believe in and think is amazing that I don't want to downplay. But I, there's something, I mean, I just, I like, I do as much as I'm like, I just want to be alone. I want to be surrounded by comfort and I want quiet. Like, as much as I say that, and I mean it, and I believe it, I also want to be in New York. So what I'm actually saying is I want to be rich so I can live in New York with all those said things, Um, which is true. And I still am, like, trying for that. I'm still, like, I want to be comfortable and live in New York amongst it all, mm-hmm. amongst all the, just the, the, the youth and the downtown and the uptown, you know, I just, I still need and want that all. And I probably will until I die. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just don't think I'm a person. I love my house upstate, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But I don't, I do need to, I need, I want to say the word culture without, again, downplaying regional theater or other cities that I'm in right now. Um, but the thing about regional theater is mm-hmm. it's this fun adventure. You get to explore this role or whatever. I don't know. There's like this, there's a part of it that the thrill of it is getting that job and finding out this new place that you get to go versus, you know, you're just like always in the same place or whatever. You mean in New York? Well, I'm just saying my example of being at TheaterWorks Hartford, being like, just always here. Oh, right. You mean of that. Great, great, great. Um, Jeff is taking a bite of his sandwich. So he just leave him be right now. I'm going to keep talking. Go ahead, girl. Eat. Well, I'm far uh, away, so I can't hear. <laughs> <laughs> he had a long bus ride. Honey, um, no, you know, and I will say this. There's, I, region, beyond the fact that regional theater is like, important goes without saying right we all understand that's like theater is not just for like quote unquote elite and like new york i mean that's ridiculous that's just completely ridiculous to be like if you want to see 
plays and musicals, you can only go to New York. That's insane. Um, and I, I have loved audiences in different places of the country that I've gone to. And they're, quite honestly, more receptive than a lot of New York audiences are. And they're, they're there for different reasons sometimes than a lot. The majority of them are there for a different reason than a lot of people in New York are to go to the theater. And I, and after the shows, they're just so happy and thankful and grateful. Again, I do comedies, but you know what I mean? Like, it's just, (laughs) I'm not doing anything too button pushing, you know, unless it's like rude adult humor, but they know that because they're coming. They know they're going to see that. But I... They're not going to be doing that after your Carol Churchill performance, by the way. You don't know my version of Carol Churchill. <laughs> don't judge my Don't judge my exploration. Oh, touche. <laughs> anyway, um, no, I guess is the answer, but um, I don't know. I just, I still, I, yeah, my, I still... Well, it's what, it's what this podcast is all about, right? Yeah. This, this career that we've entered into is... Slightly better stakes than playing the lottery constantly. Yeah, and we are we're we're playing the lottery now. We have, you know, you have more a little bit more control than you do when you're just buying a ticket. But but we're true. We're constantly pulling that lever and hoping that we get mm-hmm. series regular, series regular, series regular. Or yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, or Broadway show, Broadway show. Mm-hmm even what like just Broadway show (laughs) I and you know it's funny it's sort of like and I'm I just say this I know this is ridiculous but I think like is that responsible (laughs) like is that a responsible career and job to have just like playing the lottery is it (laughs) do you know what I mean I'm like I'm just getting older and I'm like it's not it's not like I'm gonna give it a good try it's sort of like wait is this responsible like, I, I'm just starting to look at those things. I really I am. I hear you, but let me just be the voice of reason here. I need it. Yeah, because I can see a, a, a spiral happening <laughs> that is, you know, I think, unfair to And you yourself. know what I've been through. <laughs> I know, I know. And I think that you're being unfair because, one, we're not playing the lottery. That was me being flippant. You, you know, you're, you're being this person who, you, it's not like you haven't studied. It's not like you haven't. You know, done all of the things that you right. need to do to get to where you need to get to be. It's not like you don't have talent. It's not like, like if you were just like someone who was like, I like my hair and I want to be, I want to be famous. I'm really, you were, if you I'm were really, that girl in I'm pool. really pretty. <laughs> oh, pool. Yeah. My, my video pool. Yeah. If you I love her. Girl, I do too, but that would be irresponsible of her to be like, I'm going to be an actress. Do you, you know, know my <laughs> premise behind pool? I told you that, right? What? Because Jimmy, who was shooting out, because I was telling him, like, okay, well, this is how I want to do it. And he was like, well, who, you know, let's talk about who this character is. I'm like, well, think of it like this. I'm like, shoot it like this. She's sending in a self-audition tape to the local town pool, like, manufacturers, people who, like, put in pools. And she feels like she'd be a great, like, actress, model for their commercials, so she was sending in her self tape mm-hmm. for that new company who's putting pools. in pools in the town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to Gary's pools. To Gary's pools, yeah. So she's like, I'm just gonna send him a tape. Like I already called them and said, Hey, do you need an actress to like be in your commercials? And they're like, No, we're not really doing commercials or ads. She's so she was like, you know what, I'm just gonna show them. I'm just gonna show them. <laughs> yeah, that girl that's irresponsible. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but no, not Jen yeah. Harris. I don't know. It's in, it's 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 interesting, and I think I don't know. The older I get, and I, it's just it's it's I I always talk about how like this is a this is a job like any other job. I try to you know like other people that I went to high school with, they're choosing to be accountants and lawyers and mothers and this and that and the other thing, and I'm just choosing this like. Everybody, like we all just get to choose what we want to get to do in life and do it. Mm-hmm. And there's, but there's something inside of me that still feels like I'm being like, <laughs> Jen, she's just so wild and crazy and fun. Like, oh, look at her. Like, just, just throwing everything to the wind. Do you <laughs> know what I mean? Just like, well, what do you think camping. you should be doing instead? Nothing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, then you're okay. What you're saying is, 
some woman who is your age, who is, you know, from your hometown, who went to high school with you, is now like, well, that must be so nice for her. Yeah. Meanwhile, I have to raise these kids. And you're like, well, if you didn't want those kids, don't have those kids. You should have had those kids. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of... Well, I'll keep my comment to myself. Um, But I... I just... I think if you... I don't know. Look, if you were in a different situation, if you I wouldn't had, feel this way, right? Yeah. And I also feel like if, if you were... I'll tell if you, you this were in much. The same career situation, but in a different situation personally, it might be different true. too. True, 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 true. If you true, did true, have true, kids true. or something and true, you needed true, to provide true. for them, then you know, it would be responsible. Yeah, I'm going to call my own ass out on that because when I was doing silence and it was running for a year and a half, or I, it ran for more than that, I and I actually just left the show because I'm like, well, this is going to run. I never felt this way. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So it's just, is it, so it's contingent on work. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying that my feelings of worthiness of, being able to continue being an actress mm-hmm. is dependent upon work, which is just not how it... And you've had a hard year, and you've had the whole apartment thing that's happened and stuff, so... Mm-hmm. Ooh, I hired a lawyer, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> since last week. <laughs> last week. Since last week, I guess, yeah. Ooh, since last we talked, it's, yeah. There's a lawyer on this. Yeah. Like, took the savings and paid a lawyer. Because I was like, I can't keep calling the like housing department of New York Mm because there's free services. Every time I would get someone, it's like, so what do you need help with? And it's like, okay, so in 2000, I moved. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? I have 17 years of like a situation. So I was just like, I can't do this. I just have to pay one person and do it. So we'll see how that turns out. Um, Anyway, I don't know what I'm talking about, girl, but I don't know how that came up. Says the girl who's sitting in Hartford because she's working, doing a job. Right. Whatever. It's never enough. It's got to be. When is it going to be enough, Jeff? (laughs) It'll never be enough. It'll never be enough. It'll never be enough. I have friends who are writing on shows, who are in shows, who blah, 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 and then the show doesn't get picked up. Honey, it's a, it's a, this world's a struggle. My was Julia Roberts, who was like literally the number one box office star for 10 years, and wasn't enough so she stole a woman's husband who was a cameraman on her movie and had twins wait a minute because it wasn't enough wow you just brought julia roberts and danny motor who by the way had just as much to do with that breakup as julia did very true i'm i'm still stunned that she brought you said my example is Julia it's Roberts. It's never enough. It's never enough. Look at Julia Roberts. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's for everyone. I mean, honestly, I'm. This is. Look at the world right now. Seriously, uh, look uh, at the world uh, right now, no, ladies and gentlemen. I don't want to. <laughs> there's nothing to say right now. That I mean, we could just spin in circles. We haven't even talked. Did the last time we talked? I don't even think the whole Weinstein thing came out. Did it? Yeah, we talked about. Girl, now he, we have just piled her on, piled her on. Mm-hmm. 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 I don't know why some people, like, what was it? I saw a comment on the, oh, God, Facebook. Girl, <laughs> it's a real true. Like, the, the people that, are co- that come out on the Facebook and comment on stuff is just really, truly, it's just really shocking. Um, I must have really insulated myself. On Facebook, I don't really look at Facebook like the just the regular thing. Uh huh. But you mean the feed, the home feed? Mm-hmm. Because I don't know why I just don't. I just look and see like who's tagged me or written. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And but I do have certain people starred. You know, it's like right. So you like see them. One and like I know Amanda Duarte's one because I always see her posts. Yeah. And as one should. So anyway. Yeah, I've no. seen a lot of people talking about how other people are defending right. all these people, but I haven't actually seen the people defending them. Well, I don't do that. I mean, Facebook, I only scroll Instagram. I don't look at fucking Twitter. I don't look at Facebook. I should be better at Twitter. I didn't I used to look at Twitter, but now I have been looking at Twitter, and it's it's a problem. I mean, that's... I just look at pictures on Instagram of, like, Norway and Sweden at this point. It's, mm. like, it's like my winter picture time. Oh. It makes me so happy. Um... 
But some people who've commented, I, and girl, I will defriend you so fast. <laughs> I am, I have gotten rid of most everyone who's basically like people who are Republican, either from my family or like my hometown who I grew up, grew up in, who like I haven't talked to since high school graduation and all of a sudden leave a horrible, nasty comment about me and you liberal artists, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, like, who are you again? Like, so funny. It's amazing. Someone calling me a liberal artist sort of feels like very, like a compliment. Redundant? <laughs> <laughs> no, it just feels like, I know that that's supposed to be an insult, but I'd be like, Yeah, you, thank you. I am an artist. And they're like, you don't even, it's just, it's like so, it's just really, truly, it's amazing. I mean, I will defriend you very, very fast. I have no problems with that. But some, t- it's, there's some people, I'm just sort of like, wow, or and I'm so aggressively tired I'm aggressively exhausted. Wait, I need more. What does that mean? With picture me tired. Mm-hmm. And then, and then picture like... aggression on top of it. Like picture me laying on the ground right now. I can't even make it to the bed. Just just drooling and screaming so while like, immobile. It's like the and prone. The fatigue is the thing that's being aggressive toward you. It's 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 you it's violently attacking you. My aggressiveness leaves me immobile. Oh, I see. Okay. And even unable to nap yet napping. The aggressive <laughs> the aggression within you has caused fatigue. Beyond fatigue. Like like chronic okay. fatigue syndrome. Uh-huh. No disrespect to the disease or those who have it. Right. It's a but real thing. It's a real Thank thing. Thank you Dorothy from Golden Girls. It's true. It's that. really fucking true. But I'm it's just is the and I, it's just true. It's the straight white men, mostly from like back home, who have the comment, the joke, like on something that I'll post, and they'll be like, "Watch me do it." Just like they have some horrible <laughs> dude joke. Watch me do or it. Or like, or like, oh, maybe I should be a teenage girl. Do you know what I mean? Just like really <laughs> dumb, dumb dude humor. Yeah. Of which I'm not, I just, I don't, I have lots of smart, funny people around me. It's really makes me aggressively tired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I And it won't stop. And it's always a dude who like, who has, who has to, who literally must make a joke. They must, they can't help themselves. They must make a joke. And I'm like, it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. I think Cole Escola had something really funny. He he posted something and then he said, "Oh, and keep your like it was I'm getting this wrong, but it was like keep your keep your stupid jokes to the refrigerator or like pin your stupid jokes up to your own refrigerator, not here." I'm getting it wrong. But it was pretty much like it was very funny. And I was like, "That is what I'm talking about. Please swallow your horrible horrible dude joke." And if any dudes are offended, I'm sure you will make a horrible joke about it. I'm sure you will. Just shh, shh. (laughs) Oh, what about this little post? Yeah, go ahead. Everything more important about this aside. Oh. There is nothing more embarrassing, ugly, back myself out of the room and run to tell my mom than a group of people congratulating themselves about their money. Where did that come from? That's my post. I know. Um, about the tax bill? Oh, um, just the whole, like, <laughs> watching them, just watching people, people, watching these white Republican men all in a room. Sure, there's a few women, there's a few minorities. I'm not saying, let's be, let's be real clear about the majority. Um, congratulating themselves about money. And they're like, we all know it's just true. They're tax breaks and like, t- it's. To me, it's just, it's that that bully in school who just deep down is so upset that they're not cool and they can't be, like, coolness is very important to them uh-huh. and they can't, they just, they can't be it, so they have to just be bullies. Yeah. And of course, things like money and, like, winning and, like, we won. Like, it's just, it's never appealed to me. You know what, even, like, ugh, whatever. What? I'm just not a person who cares about, like, like. I've always been in sports my whole life. Just, like, our team won! You know, I'm like, okay, great. Like, we won the softball game. Cool. You know, like, I'm just not that. 
USA Olympics. Like it's fun. I love watching it. I love, yeah, USA, like win. I'm just not one of those like aggressive, like winnery people. Right. I'm not very, I'm not very patriotic, I guess. I'm just not, I'm just don't care about like, we got the biggest and the best and USA and Rocky. And I always, I even remember watching Rocky and being like, okay, like, right. All right. So what? U.S. is great. Russia is bad, which has come full circle. <laughs> by the by, I guess Rocky was on to something. Um, I just, it's well, not. the 80s, not just Rocky. <laughs> I think also you're thinking about Rocky 3. I'm thinking of Rocky 3. Right, right, right. I actually like Rocky 3. <laughs> I thought you didn't like it. No, it's just the whole, like, I've never been like, we're the best. Right. Really well, the best? Okay, well then, okay. Like, what pride do you get from being the best? <laughs> yeah. I don't mean that in a sort... You know what I mean? Like, really the best? Like, is it... Well, what's what's strange is that, like, that... What's that about? I think it's nice that people like their country and like where they're from and have pride in their country. It's just what you're thinking of is um, the things that you would be proud of in a country. Yeah. Um, a lot of people, especially those who are in political power right now, are not the, the things that they value. And so so for them, the things that they value, like the things that Donald Trump values are, are very are, different, are being adored and being mm-hmm. the best. And, and, you know, I mean, I, being th- a winner. I think it's not such a character, you know, I'm not defaming him all that much by saying he's clearly a narcissist. It's you know not I mean? my character trait preference. Yeah. And he would say the same about m- me. Mm-hmm. But I think that that idea of America being the best goes back so far. And I think it's because it did start as like this little scrappy upstart. But but <laughs> but the, the problem is, is that the only people who can feel that way about America being the best are those those straight white men who who have had this privilege this entire time like obviously a, a a black person cannot feel that way about america when the reason that they are in america is because of this incredible oppression yeah uh, and and just outright slavery yeah. placed upon their people by this scrappy young upstart you know the way that they became so great and so wonderful is through some really terrible and, and wretched things. Right. And that's why I can never get on top of these things because I don't like I don't like when people aren't included. I don't like lack of inclusion. I don't like when like we're good and you go over there, even with like, ugh, and I know it's like, well myself I could say, well, I feel that way about the Republican Party right now that you're bad and you're horrible and you be over there. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I just the, in terms of countries but I still don't want to take away their rights do you know what I mean I still want them to have their rights so it's I just but I don't I they've don't, created it so that their rights are are more are money more, more, on poor people's right. backs so that's I just there's a whole thing that even as a little kid I was always like playground and stuff like that where I'm always like why does why did this is it just it feels uncomfortable that some people get get just get to win and others don't Mm-hmm. And other some people just get to have this and others don't. I just, it doesn't, it just doesn't sit well with me. It doesn't make me a martyr. I just, I've never been like waving a USA flag. I've never, even in sports that I've done, I've never been like, we have to win. You right. know what I mean? It's just sort of, I know the only time I ever felt like really intense about a sport was when I was, I swear to God, I was like eight and we were in, I was in swim team and <laughs> I was in swimming forever. And um, this was when I was young and it was at a meet. My dad would know exactly. And uh, <laughs> we were swimming. And if you won your heat, you got a free bag. Mm-hmm. Honey, <laughs> we all know how I love a free something. And all I wanted, <sighs> like, I don't care about my time. I don't care about winning. I don't care overall. I just wanted so badly to win my heat so I could win one of those bags. Mm-hmm. And I was like sobbing about it. I wanted a bag. I just wanted you to win the your bag. heat. I don't, well, I think on my last event, I think my dad would know. I think it was like breaststroke. 
Um, I did win a heat, which of course I probably swam my fucking ass off to get that bag. And then I got a bag and my dad was like, that's all she wanted was that bag. I think he was about to just be like, just give me one of these bags. This girl's going to lose her mind. Do you know what I, I really remember that was the only time I've been like. Do you remember what the bag looked like? Absolutely not. But I was, I just wanted a bag. I just, you know how I want a free something. You know, but I did have to earn it. It wasn't free. you have to be careful because. This is exactly why the Republicans hate liberals. <laughs> I just want something for free. <laughs> well, I did earn it. I swim my butt off for it, and I did. And those were the rules, and I finally did. But that's the only time I can remember. I mean, I could be wrong. My dad could be like, oh, girl, let me school you on a couple of other times. Right. I just, anyway, I don't know how we got onto this. Maybe. Let's move on. I like the idea of your dad being like, oh, girl. <laughs> Yes. Girl, let me scream my dad. No, 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 no. Popping off her nail. No. (laughs) Hold my clip on. What has been your rose and your thorn? My rose and my thorn. Hits and misses? Yes. Amy Sedaris? Anybody watching some Amy Sedaris? I love it. Ooh, rose and thorn here at Hartford? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, uh, my my rose and my hits have been, uh, I really have enjoyed uh, working with a new actor, Tom Bloom. He's the bartender this year, and it's been a joy. Uh, I think he's fantastic. Uh, I have a new play that was written this year by Jacques Lamar um, uh, for Zuzu from uh, uh, It's a Wonderful Life, and I've enjoyed doing a new play. Yeah. Um, I've enjoyed doing our play again. Matt and I wrote a play. Karen, I'm enjoying doing that again. I enjoy this apartment i super enjoy the washer dryer and i have been fully (laughs) enjoying i've just been watching tv i have been watching television search party is my number one last last year i was i watched season one here obsessed with it season two superseded it's brilliant it's my it's tonally i'm like you are everything that i want Mm -hmm. it's lovely everything i love it i love it i love it I haven't seen season two, but season one blew me away. I love. Well, get ready, put your seatbelt on, lift off. Um, <laughs> I've enjoyed Amy's Sedaris show, and I also have enjoyed like watching it. Like, oh my gosh, this is the adult like stoner version of uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse. I felt like she really came into her own with that moon episode. Really? Yeah. I thought that was really stonery for me. Oh, I loved it. I loved when she was like actually talking to the camera and being like, I don't know, whatever you want to do. It felt like more like her. It felt like she was really. She was like kind of getting in the groove. I love Patty Hogg, the character Patty Hogg. So I've said too much. I've said too much. I. I'm going to the lady doctor. Get my tube stack. I. I fully. I laugh very hard yeah. when she comes on. Cole, of course, is phenomenal. Oh my god, it's so good. It's very, very good. Um, I just, you know, how I love a prop or thirty million. So that show to me is just like it's just prop heaven. It makes me so happy. It's just wonderful. I enjoy it. Um, and even some of the episodes where I'm like, what? I, I'm fully in. Oh, me too. Fully in. Yeah. Uh, I haven't started The Crown yet, though very excited. Oh, Broadchurch! <sighs> I got to watch season three of Broadchurch, which came back. Thank you. Olivia Coleman is my... I have never expressed this on Touche. Olivia Co- What? You're Googling Olivia... I would slap you if you weren't this far across the room. I think I know Olivia Coleman is my absolute favorite oh, I like her. I like actress. Her. She was, you know what she was really good She's in? Was, amazing. Um, the Lobster. Oh, no. The Lobster, first of all, she, I thought I was like, I'm going to fucking hate this. Yeah. I doubt it. She is... She is she is just she's glitter and golden the lobster. She also she's played the mom so good. in Beautiful People. Yes. She was so good. She also is going to be Cole told me this, I didn't know. Because you know the crown they're using Clairvoy for mm-hmm. season one and two? Olivia Coleman, season three and four. Yeah. I I there's so many things that I can't tell you how much I love her. She I, 
she does broad church and it's just like you see her in a show like broad church and then you see her in like she was in oh god what's this not peaky blinders um peep show that old british show she was in peep show and the lobster she's so funny to me but she's also devastating yeah (gasps) she's she played the queen in that weird fdr movie with Bill Murray. I didn't see that. We got the hands <laughs> more lady. Stop. I did not see that. Do you know what that's called? Yeah. Something on the Hudson. Oh, my Hyde God. Hyde Park on the Hudson. I also, everyone go watch. There's a TV show. I think it was in 2013 called Run. There's one season. There's like six episodes. Just watch the first episode. They're all like separate and different. She's in episode one of Run. And it is... It is how old would you tremendous. Say she is? Uh, Olivia Coleman? Yeah. 47. 50. 3. 43. Oops. I know, right? She's 43? I mean, okay. Okay, great. Whatever. I mean, I don't even think about it. Not whatever at all. I mean, I, I, I think it's great. She's having like this huge, Shh. big career. I mean, she's always she's had been a around. great role. She's always had an amazing career in. in Britain, but now she's having this. I everything I could. If if someone was like, who 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 do you wish to God career you had? I'd say Olivia Coleman. She does everything. She she's, does do everything. She is devastating to watch. I, I just I I take a fucking page from her book, man. Yeah, her first take a credit page is from in her book. Take a page from her book. She was on a sketch show called. Yes, Bruiser. she started out in sketch, and she is. I, you you all need to go watch this episode of Run. Is it? Are you seeing it? Is it coming up as Run as a TV show? Run. I think it was a British show, twenty thirteen. Oh, I saw Rev. Rev oh, is yeah, great. Run. Run. You need to go watch that. I was. She played Carol she's, in two she's episodes. She's unbelievable. Un unbelievable. Uh, I yeah. love her so much. Olivia Who's Coleman. your favorite? Jeff, who do you love? Who's one of your favorite actors? Mm-hmm. Who do you just always? I'm like, I'm gonna watch because he's on or I she's know, on. I definitely have that. Who is it? Mm-hmm. You know, we're just like, oh, I'll watch anything he's in or she's in. All right, well, this one's weird. I can't wait. <laughs> Ava Longoria. <laughs> For real? I love okay. Her. Okay. I love her. I'm not. I listen. I'm. I'm not gonna. I'm not surprised. It's not. It makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And I don't mean for you. I right. mean, of course. Super into Jennifer Coolidge. Well, yeah. I guess that's true. Can't get enough of her. Yeah, that's really, really true. What about guys? What about men? Mm, really falls off there. Yeah, it really <laughs> does, doesn't it? Um, Michael Urie. I'm. Super into Michael Urie. Mm-hmm. Um, Touche. Um, who else? Well, everyone knows I love Daniel Craig and Kevin Costner, but you know. Yeah, neither of those are. Like, rough uh, I, you know, I like a Daniel Day Lewis. I like a Daniel Day Lewis. I don't think he takes him to. I think people think he takes himself really seriously. I actually just think he just wants to be a private person and do his work. Mm-hmm. Well, he's I don't get that. Not any more movies. This is his right, last done. movie. Right, it's Good for him. You know, he was a cobbler. He studied to be a cobbler. I have no no response <laughs> for that. <laughs> he can no fix response. your shoes. Bef- since last I've seen you, give me some roses and thorns. Give me some hits and misses. Okay. What are some hits and some misses? Let's see. When was the last time we saw each other? 40 months ago. No, it's not been that long. <laughs> Over a month. I think. When did a you month leave? and change. When did you leave to come here? November? 15th, 16th. Right, 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 right. Because I, that's right, because it turns out you could have done that Ars Nova thing. Yeah, I didn't know because we, we started later. Yeah. Let's see. What have I done since November 15th? I am um, Well, I went home to Texas. Uh-huh. Um, my dad... How are the people of Texas doing? Uh, fine. Okay. Fine. My dad, um, we moved, he moved to Austin, so I helped him move. I love Austin. How is that? How's he enjoying Austin? Um... He's fine with it. Sure. You know, he's a real. He's not. He's not a talker. He's whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's my dad. 
Um, it's nice, I think, for my sister. He's like 10 minutes away from her. That's good. Um, but I went down there for like a week and, and some change mm-hmm. and helped him move and hung out with my nephews and stuff, and that was fun. Um, I had a birthday. Yes, you did. I aged. How was that? It was fine. What did you do on your birthday? I saw Torch Song Trilogy. Oh, okay. And I... How was it? We went to dinner. Um, It was really good. Okay, I was like... I was into it way more than I expected to be. Really? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, whoa... Maybe you need to get into touch with some things. Sure, sure, sure. Sure, sure, sure. Art will do it to you, huh? Art will let yeah. you know what you need. Oh, Mercedes Rule. I was into her. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there's someone I'll watch. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and, mm, oh, I got a movie pass, so I've been seeing all the movies. Great. Good. All the movies. Uh, I want you to do any another good, offer bad? only because I have an amazing story. Really? That I have to show now that I've seen Itania. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I have so many. I have so many feelings about Itania that I will. We will do another offer only. I'm thinking in February. All right. Well, if you can house me, I'd love to. Do it. <laughs> um, Itania, I haven't seen yet. Of course, I will be seeing. And, uh, of course, I will be loving because, of course, I have a dear, dear, deep, deep... Um, Affection? Uh, Respect? Um, kinship. <laughs> uh, to and with Tanya Similar bangs to... Very, 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 very <laughs> deep, deep, deep. And if the play by Nate Epler, Ice Treatment, which I did a reading of, and they were going to do this last summer, but they didn't ever happen, so I will be fighting tooth and nail to keep playing Tanya Harding. People love Tanya Harding. They should. In my opinion. For my research. <laughs> um, so I can't wait to see what the film does. Uh, but anyway. Also, if you don't know Nate Epler, um, he's a really, really fantastic playwright. If you feel like, I want to read some new plays. Like, I want to read some new plays, and I've read Dominique Morisot's. Like, good. Read those. And then read some Nate Epler. He's really kind of amazing. Anyway, those are some good. Happy birthday. Did you get any fun gifts besides um, going to the theater and sobbing your eyes out? Um, I got, well, the tickets to the theater were my gift from Neil. That's wonderful. Um... My sister got me a tiny little pin that is just a black cat, like my cat. Oh, that's sweet. And then my friend Amy from L.A. got me four candles that have the leads from Designing Women on it. Stop! (laughs) And what I get you? (laughs) Did you give me something? Oh, uh, uh, Jen gave me a a knight in heart for her. (laughs) I got you nothing for your birthday. You got me a night in Hartford. I got you a night in Hartford and a free ticket to my show. <laughs> now, can we can we talk about what you're doing for your birthday? Oh my God, I'm leaving this country. I'm going to the homeland. I'm going to North- Scandinavia. Isn't that exciting? Yep, yep. Ladies and gentlemen, I cannot, and those who identify as other, I cannot be in this country for my 40th birthday. <gasps> she said her age. You heard me. You can Google it. Why is it a secret? I just, I don't, I hate that. I will not apologize for living another year. Um, I'm turning 40 at the end of January. I'm a deep Aquarius, even though it's just, I'm just in Aquarii. I'm a very, very strong Aquarius. Go ahead and read about Aquarius. It's me. That's all you need to know. Me and Jack Fervor are the, 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 we are deep, deep, deep Aquarii. He's Googling it. It's winter solstice. Let's get into the signs and 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 all that shit. Um, I'm flying into Oslo, Norway, where uh, both sets of my grandparents came, great grandparents came from, and then I will be with Jimmy, and then we're taking a train across the country to Stockholm, Sweden. So we'll be spending a week in Norway and Sweden. Bye, bye, America, bye. I cannot turn forty. In my apartment with roommates and like her boyfriend, love her to death. But like, do you know what I mean? Right. Like, I will with fish oil with and just like 
just like it's no one's fault but all mine you know that it's, like, it's literally no one's fault my life except me and i can't be inside of it i need to be in the snowy snowy and again keep all your comments about why would you go there in the winter go ahead and keep them to yourself i love winter so hard <laughs> All I want is a snowy, snowy tundra. Can I just say I looked up Aquarius? God is so you. Yes, go ahead. Go ahead. Tell tell everyone. Positive quality. Well, first of all, this whole like what's positive and negative. Yeah. It's kind of. I'm just going to say qualities of Aquarius. Okay. And you'll decide where they start talking about the negative. I feel like you. Truthfulness. Yep. Just. Yes. Curious. Affectionate personality. Frank. Yeah. And imaginative. Yeah. Some others. <laughs> Unpredictable. Yep. Detachment. Tendency to go off track. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? So I was thinking the uh, what we could do for dinner is that. Um, and inefficiency. Possible health concerns. The Aquarius-born people must be very careful of any kind of addiction. Duh. <laughs> Of course. <laughs> that is crazy. Duh. Now I want to see what the oh, traits of, course, of a Sagittarius girl. I, are. I fully, fully pony up to all those traits, honey. If you ever need to know how to be around me. <laughs> or if you want to. If you're like, you know what? I'm going to opt out. I'm going to opt out of being with Jen. <laughs> <laughs> Curious and... Oh, this Wait, is, so this is what's your sign? Sagittarius. Sagittarius. Curious and energetic. Sagittarius is one of the biggest travelers among all zodiac signs their open mind and philosophical view motivates them to wander around the world in search of the meaning of life oh sagittarius is extrovert optimistic and enthusiastic Uh and likes change yeah you do like change remember you're like i don't like staying in my apartment i like moving around and changing it up right what what are some of the bad qualities i know i didn't list them how come Because there's none. Because no. you're a doll pants. Traits of an Aquarius. Now I'm going to say traits of a Sagittarius and make it be exact. It'll happen. Sag- t- traits of, a, of an Sagittarius. Oops, sorry. Let's learn a little bit more about Jeff on an astrological level. Okay. Curious and energetic. Sagittarius is... Oh, this is the same thing. No. See? Um, Girl, your Fitbit matches your sweater. <laughs> What is going on with that Fitbit? Are there Paisleys on it? Is it a oh, Paisley design? My strengths, generous, idealistic, great sense of humor. My weaknesses, promises more than they can deliver. Oh, that's kind of true. Mm. Very impatient. I don't feel like that's uh, true at all. I don't know about that. Will say anything no matter how undiplomatic. Oh, um, That's really not true. Really? <laughs> okay, what else? Uh, Sagittarius likes freedom, travel, mm-hmm. and philosophy, mm-hmm. being outdoors. Sagittarius dislikes clingy people, being constrained. No, wait. Off the wall theories, details. Okay. Well, wait, can you say what? <laughs> clingy. How do you feel about that? Clingy people. Do people cling to you? Sometimes. Yeah? How do you feel about it? Yeah, I'm not wild about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because it also says you're generous, uh-huh. which you are. And I feel being the very generous person you are would invite people to be clingy. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) yes, some of those I agree with and some I just am like, no. But isn't this like what? What are you looking at? It's like one person's sight, right? It's like one person who's like looking at all her or his books and putting it all together. Exactly. Um, Well, anyway, so I will be in Norway and... uh, Sweden and you know obviously I want to like I wish I could spend you know six months there and just go all over Norway and Sweden and the fjords and all that <gasps> can't though and I have my news too what about I think I told you this already what Neil yeah oh y'all residency y'all for the entire month of June in Siena A.K.A. Tuscany, Italia. So they will be in Italy this summer for a month. Uh, That's a spicy meatball. (laughs) And I told Jeff, I said, my condolences for the conversation that we will be having come April, or come May, that will be Jeff got a job that will be one month long. And you'd be like, Jen, here's the dates. You'd be like, Jen, good news, horrible news. (laughs) Good news is I got this amazing job. 
bad news is, look at these dates. And you don't even get one day. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. It's exactly what's going to happen. Oh, my God. So, anyway, in June, I'm either going to have a great job. Great or job. Be yes. Italy. Isn't that fantastic? <laughs> I really I really love thinking about your month of June. Because it's really, it's, it's going to be great. Yeah. You're either going to be in a job or you're going to be in Tuscany. Yeah. This has been Fantastic. such a rambly episode. Do you Are think we that... done? We're done. We're, we're um, yeah, we're done. It's been rambly, but I feel like what was it supposed to be structured after we haven't seen each other in a month? Tish. Did we not just tell you about our astrological signs? <laughs> <laughs> That's right, y'all. We were forced to have this rambly conversation. We were forced to it because of the stars, right? No responsibility. Lay yeah. off of us. Absolutely. We've chosen a, a career about that's ju- just shy of the, playing the lottery. So, all our fault. <laughs> <laughs> we missed you. I missed you. I know. You oh know what? Oh, my God. Oh, we need to answer one question. Oh. You can do, I know it can be rambly, but someone did tweet at us. Somebody I'm started looking at, No, I'm not looking it up right now. I'll look it up right now. Is it, it Noah? Someone tweeted at us saying they want to hear more about your experience uh, with Bloody Bloody Andrew Jackson. So give us a couple sentences. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an Aquarius. <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, they want to hear more about my... Okay. They um, want to know more about... Like, in a nutshell, what would you say your experience with Bloody Bloody Andrew... If no one knows what that is, it was a musical Jeff was in on Broadway <laughs> and it was... Fantastic. Jeff was um, fantastic. It was great. I. It was how I met Alex Timbers and Michael Friedman. I the director, I, musical director. I first got an agent in two thousand six. Um, when the like the third audition they sent me out for was for a workshop for Bloody Bloody Andrew Jackson. Yeah, great. And we did it, and I had strep throat. During the workshop, did you get on? And my mom and sister were were visiting, and it was a very stressful time. Sounds horrible. Yeah, I did. I went to urgent care and got on meds. Oh my god! And I was sort of like, "Well, this is a thing that'll never happen again." Right. (laughs) And then they did it in L.A. without me, and I was like, "Oh." They did. I didn't know that part of the story. I was like, "Oh, ouch!" Why? That That hurts so much. And then the person. Whatever. They're like, we need Jeff. Well, they basically, they could only afford to fly Ah, out one person, and they flew out Andrew Jackson, Ben Walker, and and put him up or whatever. He was the lead. And so then they came back, and they did this, like, very bare-bones production, which, of course, like, Alex still did full out. Sure. Bare-bones budget, which, of course, Alex still did full out. Um, It was just supposed to be a concert reading but instead, we did like a full production. Right, it was like, here's your lab. prop. Yeah, here's here's your props. Put your scripts down. Just yeah, do exactly. it. Oh yeah, yeah, it was there was no scripts. Great. It was a public lab, a public theater lab production. Right. And we just did that for three weeks, and I was like, okay, well, I did a show off Broadway. That's so crazy. Great. <laughs> and then cut to. And then they were like, well, wait, it's coming back the next year, and we did it in the Newman for a full off Broadway run, and it just kept getting extended and kept getting extended. Mm-hmm. And then we closed, because we had to close, because the next show was coming in. Right. And then there were whispers of, like, will it go to Broadway? Will it go to Broadway? Because we got a really great review in the New York Times. Times I'm going to keep finishing your sentences, by the way, about your experience. And um, then it went. It went to Broadway, and it didn't take everyone from off-Broadway. There were a couple people that were not taken, and so there was that stress. That's really stressful. Mm Mm-hmm. But... I was taken. Obviously. And um, it was a great experience. And we closed very quickly. We opened September 20th for our first preview. Uh, I think October 9th was our opening night. And we closed January 2nd. Mm. And then there was a big article in the New York Times about how the public theater had misled its investors about how much money it had or something. And somebody lost their job. Right. (laughs) Shit. Oh, I didn't know about all this. Yeah. Um, and, and the person who asked was, um, it's Rips, exclamation point, at Saucy Rips. <laughs> Why I love you. Saucy Rips? He said hey. he's disconcertingly obsessed with your iconic role of John Quincy Adams, and I want tea. Oh. Tea, meaning the tea. Well, okay, I'll tell you this. You know how at the end of the song on the album I say, I'm excited, I never win anything. <laughs> That's improvised. Oh, that's fun! 
on. I mean, of course. I mean, if we, if anyone knows you, yeah. Actually, then, several of my lines are improvised, and then Alex and I would keep improvising them, thinking like, oh, they just want me to improvise here, and then finally, like, Alex was like, no, no, no. You did your improvising in, in the rehearsal room, and now you. This is the one I'm choosing. Great, great. I love. I I kind of love that in a way. Yeah, it was great. It was great. One time, it's great. there was like a fight scene in it, and um, off-Broadway we just had these plastic knives. It was supposed to be cartoonish. And then we went to Broadway, they got these like heavy knives that had a wooden handle, and oh, they were Jesus a metal Christ. Oh, God. Blade. I mean, they weren't like a real blade, but they were heavy. Right, right. They were much heavier. And at one point, we freeze, and like I froze like this, like with um, where I'm putting my right arm out with the knife. Right. And towards the audience. And when I froze one night, I just went, and <gasps> the knife just it's flew your out of my hand into the audience. Into the what? Audience. Yeah. Jeff. And I went backstage. The knife went into the audience. It went into the audience. And I Jeffrey. went backstage, and I just told Stop. the stage manager, I was like, um, the knife that I was holding flew out into the audience in, during the freeze. And then I started sobbing. <laughs> oh, sweetheart. I'm assuming everyone was okay because I never read yeah, about anything. It landed in the aisle. Thank God. Jesus. <laughs> Jeff, that's truly crazy major. I know. I know. And I wore an Elizabethan collar in that. And then oh, my, God, it was so good. Then the first two shows I did in the park, I also wore an Elizabethan collar. So uh, up until Midsummer Night's Dream, every show I did at the public, I wore an Elizabethan collar. <laughs> How were the reviews for Midsummer? They were better. They were? I was gonna say maybe it could have been because of the maybe it was because of the Elizabethan collar. I think they were good. Were they not good? I don't know. I didn't read them. Oh. Do you want me to read them? No. I'll tell you? No. No. So Neil was good. Neil did. Neil did. Um, thank you for tweeting at us a question. Sweet, sweet. That was nice. Yeah. What is his name again? Saucy? It's Saucy. I don't know. I just turn my Twitter off and my phone takes forever to yeah. like. Okay. It well, was from It's Rips. It's Rips. At Saucy Rips. <laughs> I kind of live for that. Saucy Rips. Is this it's a Russian rips. bot? No. No. I absolutely not. Absolutely not. Oh. Well, hi, Saucy Rips. Hey. Uh, that was fun. I never win anything. I never win anything. Touche. Touche. 